Welcome to the Truth for Doubt podcast. Now we know what you've been thinking, and we know that you've been searching for a podcast that combines all things nerd with Christian theology and apologetics. Well, look no further. I'm your host, Michael Badger, and I am joined by Katie Wilson and Dr. Ethan Hunley to bring you our thoughts on topics ranging from our favorite Star Wars movies to apologetic arguments for the Christian faith. If you enjoy our conversation, feel free to share us with your friends and click that subscribe button so that you can keep up to date with all of our future content. Welcome to Truth Without Podcast, the only podcast where you can hear Michael Badger give his best rendition of reciting the Gettysburg Address. The best rendition of me reciting the Gettysburg Address? Four score and seven years ago. <sighs> That's all I got, man. Yay! Good job! You gotta make something up. This is an address. That was just one sentence. Uh, four score and seven you years have ago. soldiers out after this Gettysburg battle. What are you telling them? I, the bloodiest battle. But you, it's not what my you, rendition. It's like tell them? the Gettysburg Address. Well, no, this, I only know the four your, score and seven years ago. This is your of the Gettysburg Address, though. Wait, is a rendition just a your version copy or my version of it? It's your version of it. Oh. Uh, wait, so it was after the... After the war, right? I, I, to be honest, I do not remember. Oh, okay. Good job, guys. <laughs> Good job fighting. <laughs> yeah. Those okay. who are left. There we go. Good yeah. job, Good guys. Job. That's yeah. what you would say. I, yes. But, mm-hmm. yes. And you know what? I'm sticking to my guns. That's what I would say. After the Emancipation Proclamation... Yeah. And everything else. That's a whole different speech. That's all you got. Just good job. Guys. Good job, guys. And try, Atta- to, try to make up. Nobody wants to friends. listen to a long speech after they fought a battle. Either. Yeah, they're okay. exhausted. They're tired. They, they just had home. to fight you know, their brothers, their their countrymen who didn't want to be countrymen. You know, they're they're good good job, guys. Go get some rest. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Go get some rest. Okay. I yeah. like that. Go get some rest. That's good. That's <laughs> Thank good. You. Take Thank the you. rest of the day off. Right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, Katie and Ethan yeah. are here yeah. with us. We're great. Yeah. How are you doing, Katie? Doing good. What about you, Ethan? I'm all right. Good. What about you, Michael? <laughs> awesome. We didn't ask. I think so. We we talked about how we need to try to not talk over each other, and I think we're doing a good job, and I think we're trying really hard not to do that right now. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of self-control. Oh, man. It really is. It's so hard because I, I just want to talk to you guys so much. It's Because we haven't done it enough We're yet such good already friends. tonight. Yeah, exactly. So I'm really excited about this particular episode of the Truth For Doubt podcast because we are going to have the first ever for the Truth For Doubt podcast, Harry Potter quiz off between <clears throat> Katie Wilson and Ethan Hunley. Hey, and bum, I, bum, I just want to say this. Ethan... Hasn't even read the books. Oh, my God. I'm looking yeah. at the mic like this is people I'm talking to. Yeah. But... We need to put some googly eyes on it. He hasn't even read the books. I just want to throw that out there. He might be better at this quiz than it's, me. But I just want to tell you that I have actually read the books. So, if he does better than me... Then it's going to make it... I'm the true fan, though. Because I've read the books, so... Okay. I just I just want to throw that out there. It's just going to make it even more shameful when I beat you in this quiz. Ooh, man. Now, how does this work? Talking about some smack talk. How is this going to work? All right. So, I'm going to lay down some ground rules. Okay, yeah. Before you can answer, mm. before you give an answer, you have to say your house name 
and then you are allowed How to do answer. I know? So right now, you're Katie. You get to pick first. What house do you want to be? Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Okay. Yeah. All right. Katie is Gryffindor. So if you're wanting to answer, you have to say Gryffindor. Okay. I almost called you Paul. Ethan. Oh. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Hey, go back. Is that yours? That's right. What? Is that yours? No. So when I take tests, I'm usually in Ravenclaw. Yeah. Mm. I want to be, you know, a Gryffindor. But that's what I was saying earlier. I don't like that my last name is Badger because I get pigeonholed as Hufflepuff mm. because they're mascots. That the is a true... Tragedy? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, okay. I'm, right. glad, I'm glad I don't have to deal with that for my whole life. It's tough, you know? Mm. It's been since I was roughly 10 or 11. Mm. You've had the name Badger since you were 10 or 11? No, <laughs> Harry Potter's been popular since I was 10 or 11. I see. So, okay. yeah. I don't well, know. Yeah, I don't know enough about each house, really, like what characteristics. So, I chose the supposed to be real... The brave, I, courageous... Right. I chose Hufflepuff you? because I thought it would be the quickest I could say. Really? Hufflepuff? Strategy. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Okay. Gryffindor. Yeah. All Just right. Slytherin turn. would be hard. Slytherin would be hard. Okay. So uh-huh. in order to answer the question, you have to first say your house name. We already talked about that. Okay. So um, I'll have to yell over him. Yes. Yeah. So whichever I think I hear first is okay. the one who I'll choose. Now, okay. the loser has to say, I am Lord Voldemort. At the end? Yeah. He who okay. shall be named. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. that's that, that is the worst consequence that I could possibly think of. Okay. Uh, the winner gets to be the, the chosen one. Yeah, the winner. Okay. Yeah, you okay. are the chosen one, and you have to be the other person has to treat that person as <gasps> such as for as the long? other person was Harry Potter oh. for the rest of the uh, evening. So okay, it's high okay. stakes, man. You have to if you guys lose, you gotta admit that you're Lord Voldemort. Okay. Well, I'm not going to lose. Stakes are high. I kind of want to lose now so I can call Katie Harry for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should be, it would be Harriet, I guess. Harriet. Okay, are you guys ready? Let's do it. Yes. All right. So uh, maybe in post-production I'll add some fancy wizarding music, but maybe not. So if you don't hear it, I'm sorry. But anyway, first question. Wait, quick question. Do we have to... We have you have to finish saying mm-hmm. the question. I have before. to finish saying the okay. question. Thank you. Okay. Oh, Thank let you. me let me also specify. The first, I think, five questions are going to be multiple choice okay. answers. Okay. okay. I have to say the question, but I don't necessarily have to give every single answer. I see. For you to say your house this name. Is so and I like it. I'm ready. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Now the the last five are going to be basically you have to come up with the right answer. Okay. So neither one of you may get those right. Oh gosh, I'm nervous. Well, actually, you guys may not get these right either. All right, here we go. Yeah. In Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, oh, no. how does Harry Potter breathe underwater? A. He eats gillyweed. Gryffindor. B, all right. Gillyweed. Yep. One point to Katie. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. I gotta okay. keep. I gotta keep this score. So, all right. Yeah, keep that score. I gotta keep that score. Tally. All right. I didn't even need the choices. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Next question. Who is the house ghost for Hufflepuff? Is it A, the fat lady? Is it B, the gray lady? Is it C, the fat friar? Or D, the bloody baron? Hufflepuff. (sighs) Ethan. If he gets it wrong, can I answer? Uh, yeah, you'll get a chance. What was the third one you said? Oh, he doesn't even know. The Fat Friar. I'm going to go... What was the last one you said? Okay, you can't do that. No, Gryffindor, <laughs> Gryffindor, Gryffindor. Gryffindor. But No. No. Oh. Incorrect. I'm going to go Fat Friar. Yes, you are right. Yes. Between those two. Don't All right. Learn. 
I gave that to you, Ethan. <laughs> I, I like narrowed that down for you. Okay, anyway. you have to give answers within three seconds yeah, of saying you can't their be name. Asking on them all that. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Next question. Every fifth year student must take the OWL exams. Yeah. What does OWL stand for? Is it Outstanding Wizarding Learning, Ordinary Wizarding Level, Official Witching Level, or Obvious Wizarding Learning? <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. Can you say that again? I was. Yeah, yes. the, I kept waiting, and choices. I don't think I heard the one that either. was right. A. Outstanding Wizarding Learning. B. Ordinary Wizarding Level. C. Official Witching Level. Or D. Obvious Wizarding Learning. Hufflepuff. Um, B. Ordinary Wizarding Level is correct. Really? I was going to pick one that didn't have level. Mr. No Books is pulling ahead. Oh. Bring it, Katie. Okay. Next question. A wizard who cannot do magic is known as A. A. Squib. Gryffindor is squib. It is squib. (laughs) Miss Gryffindor is tying the game. Tied it up. All right. Wait, Wait a second. Okay. Did it have silent? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get sidetracked here. I don't understand that, but okay. Oh yeah, it is kind of confusing. How are you a wizard or a witch if you can't do magic? Mister Mister Filch is one. Blood. Yeah. So like he can like he he has the ability to through like these because like the quick spell things to like do like a little bit of magic stuff. You know like how Harry Potter made the glass disappear at the zoo. He could do like random things like that that happen kind of accidentally. I think, Uh, but he can't just like just. Focus okay. it and, and use it on purpose. Okay, so. gotcha. All right. Let's go to the next question. The three balls used to play the wizarding game Quidditch are the snitch, quaffles, and A, coffers, B, bokies, C, palters, or D, bludgers. Oh, Ooh, Ethan. D. It is the bludgers. This Watch out for those flying balls that can Should hit you in the face. Saying the name is so hard. Should have chosen a better house name. <laughs> I need a buzzer. All right. Now, for these next questions, you are going to have to provide the answer. I am not going to have an A, B, right or now? C. I think we're um, tied, right? I think you're ahead. Yeah, you are ahead. Okay. Yeah. I just need to Hufflepuff know. is ahead. Go Badgers. All right. What is the name of Mr. Filch's cat? Gryffindor. Oh, I don't really know. Three. No, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I don't Two. know. I don't know. One. I don't know. Ethan. I know it's a female. Mrs. Oh, gosh. Three. Two. I can't remember. I can't One. Either. We were looking for Mrs. Norris. Norris. Oh. Mrs. Norris. Or Miss Chug Norris. Norris is I'm not sure if she was <laughs> married or not. Uh, in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone... There are levels of protection for that stone. They include a giant chess game, the oh. Devil's Snare Plant, the Mirror of Erised, and what two other challenges? Can you re- do you know? Can we read it again? Yeah, I'm fine with you reading okay. it again. Okay. In Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, there are levels of protection for the stone. They include a giant chess game. The Devil's Snare Plant, The Mirror of Erised, and what two other challenges? I know one. But I, don't, I don't know if I know two. I will accept one. Ethan cannot think of both. Okay, there's the. I can't think of both. There's either. the All keys. Right. Yes. 
And Katie just barely sneaks no, no, by. No, let me think for like two, like a few seconds. Okay. There's the keys flying around. Yep. The next is the one that I personally always forget about. Is it something with fire? Yeah, getting there. I don't know. Tell me. It is the poison riddle. Brought to you by Mr. Snape, or Professor Snape, I should say. What happens? There are There's a table with different potion bottles on it. Okay. And one will like get you through the flames behind you. One will let you actually go through the flames in front of you. One, I think, is a poison that I think kills you. I can't remember. It's been a while since I've seen that. But, uh, yeah, the poison riddle by Professor it. Snape. What's the riddle? There's it, a riddle? It's only in the books, though. It's not in the movies. So you wouldn't have known. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't no. realize you didn't watch the movies. That's all right. Sorry. Well, Maybe I, I, did, I, did listen, I did listen to that audiobook. So oh, okay. I have heard that one. It's just been a long time. Okay. All right. Well, Katie is starting to... No, Katie has tied the game. Tied the game. Oh, There's my gosh. How is many there questions? Only one there question? are three questions oh, left, okay. but the next one is worth... Or Sorry, not the next one. The last one is worth oh. three points. Oh, oh okay. no. So, okay. All right. Okay. What is the name of the room that Dumbledore's army meets in in the Order of the Phoenix? All right, is there going to be choices? Oh, Not this God. one. I know. I guess I made those quiz a little too hard. No, no it's I'm, really it's right actually there. not. Yeah. It's I a just, perfect quiz. I haven't... I haven't... Um, I'm, oh, what is the word? I'm just... It's right there. I know this. It's it like only appears when you need it. Is that what it's called? <laughs> it <only laughs> yeah. it's, it's the only it. appears when you need it closet. Yeah. How'd you know? Um. Um. Oh god. <gasps> Hufflepuff. Know? Hufflepuff. The room of requirement. Oh, he gets it. Yes. He gets the point. Requirement was the word I was looking for. All right. I think so. Oh, man. Woo. Okay. Next question. Okay. Is uh, This one should be fairly easy. Who is the half-blood prince? Gryffindor. Snape. Yes. Dang it. I was, I was too <laughs> slow on that. I knew the answer, but I was just too okay, slow. Okay, this one's worth three points. Uh, All right, so what's... I'm so uh, scared. So, so she's one ahead of me, right? She's one ahead of you. So if you get this one, then you win. Whoever. If Katie gets right. this. Yeah, whoever, yeah. whoever, whoever gets, gets this whoever one. Whoever gets basically. this one. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I wanted to say it, though. I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. But if Katie gets it, <laughs> she, wins. she wins. Oh, my gosh. All right. Give the nickname for all four authors of the Marauder's Map. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. With three points and the title of Harry Potter. Or Harriet Potter. The nicknames for the people who wrote it. Yes. I will accept a combination of real names and nicknames. Oh, I know they're real names. All four are real names? If, if Ethan can't think of all four nicknames in ten seconds, then I will... Hufflepuff. Okay. Um... Wormtail? Mm. Yes? Yep. Padfoot? Yes? Ethan! Gosh! Um, Two more. Um, the other one is... Uh, uh, James Potter. I just can't uh, No, you... No, am I wrong on that one? You, no, you're not wrong, but That's you... That's not the... I don't you know copied. his name. Oh, no, wait. Hold on. No. No. Because Padfoot is um, serious. Mm-hmm. 
Pad plays Sirius Black, and Remus okay. is the other one. Yeah. Remus okay. Is- yeah, you got. Sorry, I I got I got uh, James Potter as prongs. We were looking for prongs. 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 Uh, and, what's- and Mooney. Mm. Mooney. I do know Mooney because I feel like that's on the front. Or, like I guess they all are, but I remember. That I started one. to say Mooney, yeah. but I, I didn't think it sounded right, so I hesitated. Yeah. But I think you you got all you got a combination of them. Those right? are all. Oh. Okay. All right. We have a winner bum, of the bum, first bum, Harry Potter quiz bum, off. Bum. All right. I'm gonna read all the books <clears> before <throat> next time again. Okay. Katie, I'll just watch I, all the movies and beat you again. That's right. I'll watch the movies and read the books. <laughs> Katie, I'm going to need Good you to. Job. No, it's not what I'm looking for. I, you have to suffer the consequences of losing the first Harry Potter quiz off. Who are you? I'm Lord Voldemort. Ah! 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 Where'd your nose go? <laughs> so what I have to do? Just be really nice to him. No, you have to like treat him with reverence. Yeah, I'm Harry Potter. A, I've died and come Harry back to life. Harry Potter. Well, you have your glasses on, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. really look like Harry Potter. I got a sharpie. I can give you a scar. Okay. Okay. All right. Where is it? Good job, guys. Someone. Did you know all the answers to that before you looked it up? I did, actually, yeah. I couldn't necessarily remember. Okay, well, um, one time we're yeah. going to do some, I'm going to do a quiz. And if you can stump me with Harry Potter, no, I'd no, be no, really surprised. Some, um, not in the arrogant no, way, but we'll like... We'll do something you know, else. Okay. Then All I right. think you will not do so good at it. Okay. Yeah. So hey, you know what? Is. You know what? Katie. Next <laughs> it's not even writing, Ethan. For those listening, Ethan is trying to write, didn't or draw write. a scar on his um, head yeah. with a red pen. <laughs> oh, it, it looks more it real. It actually could be there. Oh. We just can't see it with this lighting. Yeah, that's either... It's either blood or... It's not coming on. <laughs> I, can see, I can see it a little bit, actually. I'm trying to play along, though. Oh, I can see it. You're pushing wow. really hard. Is I can you? see the creases in your head. Are you the one? Are you him? Oh, wow. I'm the boy that lived. <laughs> nice. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next week, Katie is going to be in charge with our uh, either a game or whatever you want yeah, to do. Yeah, I'm going to come up with some quiz, and it's going to throw you. Star Wars, I'm Lord excited. of the Rings. I don't I'm know. I've just got to... I'll have to do some research and see. Chronicles of Narnia. Ooh, that would be a tough one for me. I don't that, know a whole lot about it. It's been a long time. Yeah. All right. So what? So I love Harry Potter quite a bit. Yeah. And I know that it's controversial because a lot of Christians don't like it. But have I ever told you about a little conversation I've had with a German woman? I think I told you both about that. I, yeah. No, yeah, I haven't heard it. it. I heard about. I kind of heard it. Oh, okay. But I, I did not really. Got it. Well, okay. So, so you can tell us. my whole thing, and. I guess this relates because we just talked about Harry Potter. But like my, my whole thing is that I like Harry Potter because I think it's a good story. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Christians, especially when it first came out, mm-hmm. were totally against it because it was talking about witchcraft and wizardry, right? But the same people who disliked Harry Potter, they would like uh, Lord of the Rings, they would like Chronicles of Narnia, things like that. And so there's well, a conversation I had with a German woman who was just like that. She hated Harry Potter because it had witchcraft and stuff in it and had magic in it specifically. But she was totally fine with Lord of the Rings and <laughs> Lord of the Rings and uh, the Chronicles of Narnia. And so I asked her, like, what specifically is is your issue with Harry Potter? And she said it was the magic and magic being portrayed in a good light. Mm. And I said, well, in... Chronicles of Narnia, there's magic portrayed in a good light because you have mm-hmm. a magic corn, you've got like this magic ointment and a bunch of different like good magical things that Aslan happen, right? Aslan does things. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, anyway. Right, yeah. And so 
Um, and then, you know, I asked her about Lord of the Rings and she said, well, she doesn't like Lord of the Rings, but she's fine with it because it has a, you know, Christian message, message, supposedly, message, supposedly, that's my Sean Connery impersonation. Message. And so <laughs> she didn't really have anything to say to that because her main argument was that one was basically one was written by Christian authors. One was not written by Christian authors, but I didn't really accept that because if your issue is there being magic in the book and it being portrayed in a positive light, then it shouldn't matter who the author is. It should be either right or wrong either way. Yeah. And uh, I, yeah, we didn't have many conversations after that, unfortunately. See, in my mind, if it's really sweet though, if it's basically about the author, like Mm -hmm. if that was the first argument, that would make more sense to me. Because, yeah, I mean, Lord of the Rings and, and Chronicles of Narnia are both by Christian authors. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. has, it, is not. Um, I thought at one point... Oh, I have see, no idea. Maybe honestly. somebody told me this. I don't really know. I really thought she was or is. Oh, really? But I don't... See, I thought... That's that, what I was I told. thought that I heard that, um, I heard that she was a little... Like, she was actually outspoken... Against Christianity. Oh, see. Oh, see, see, I don't know if that's true I'm not or not. Sure. Yeah. Maybe somebody told and me if that. That's, if that was the case, yeah. then not supporting the books because they don't want to support the author, like, that makes sense to me. Sure, um, sure. But, yeah, the story in and of itself, I right. think it's a great story. Yeah. Well, so, like, the argument goes for me is that if the main issue is the magic, then it shouldn't matter what author has it because it would basically be the same thing as saying, okay, I don't support a non-believer who says... If an unbeliever said adultery was good, then we obviously wouldn't be behind it. Mm-hmm. But if a Christian said adultery was good, then you could be like, oh, well, then you know what? Maybe I could actually get behind adultery. I so see. the same thing here. Right. A, a unbeliever says magic is good, mm-hmm. then I'm against it. Yeah. But a believer saying magic is good in the context of this book, then I could get behind it. Right. It doesn't really hold up, I don't believe, to scrutiny. And that yeah. was the point that I was making. Yeah. But... Yeah. One, so go ahead, Katie. No, I was just going to say, I looked that up just because, and it just kind of, <clears throat> it talks more about her being a member of t- different churches more than, apparently when people did come, mm-hmm. um, a lot of Christians um, didn't like her books because she was promoting witchcraft, or they said she was promoting witchcraft. She said, I believe in God, not magic. Mm-hmm. And, oh. um, and she was a part of the Church of England, but I mean... <clears throat> It doesn't really say, yeah. If she, but she's in not. God. A, but she's not an atheist. I mean, if she believes in God, not magic, then I feel like. I mean, now that was then. That was okay. when like her first book came out. So yeah. I don't know really. So now. for me, though, it would she would probably fall outside of orthodoxy though because of right. the things that she's like tweeted about and all yeah, that kind I of think... stuff. Some of like the social justice issues that yes. she's decided to take a certain stance on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think it falls under one of those, like, celebrity Christian categories mm-hmm. where, like, a celebrity can say they're a Christian, but that, like, what, what Christian means to them could mean a million different things right. and be totally right. different than what we see as Christianity. Yeah. That's a problem with yeah. celebrity Christians and, and just, like, falling head over heels for people just because they say they're a Christian. Right. You actually have to dig into what they actually mean by that. Yeah. Um, you don't know them personally, so it's hard to know. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, like... One of the things, so I just taught that class on Jehovah's Witness, mm-hmm. and one of the things that you find out quickly when you're talking with a Jehovah's Witness or uh, somebody who's Mormon is that they'll use a lot of the exact same lingo. They'll use justification, they'll use salvation, they'll they say that they believe in Jesus, 
but what they actually mean by that, like what they their definitions for each of those things could be completely different. different. Yeah. yeah. So oh. like when we talk about Jesus, and then when a Jehovah's Witness and a Mormon person talks about Jesus, that's three different Jesuses oh. that you're talking okay. about there. Yeah, I see. And I think we run into the same problem with celebrity Christians too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and all that did was talk about where she went to church. So that doesn't yeah. really tell me anything. But also, <clears throat> with Harry Potter or any of these things, would you say another argument would be, maybe not, I'm just asking, that this is in fantasy land. Like, this mm-hmm. is not real. Like, it's not like she's, she didn't write a book about witchcraft, people doing that for real. Right. Yeah. So would that be like another, or... That would matter for me. That would fall under that category, and and like it's it's pretend, and then so like it doesn't matter too much. Um, And I have to say that honestly, if I want to be logically consistent with other things as well, like you can't be logically consistent and say that I've got a problem with magic being used and witchcraft being in Harry Potter, but not have a problem with it being used in things like Chronicles of Narnia. And Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So if I want to stay logically consistent in my belief system, then I would have to say, like, it's make-believe. It's a vehicle used for a story, and that's it. She's not actually practicing witchcraft. She's not, like, you know, writing pentagrams on her floor right. trying to talk to demons or anything like that. It's it's purely a vehicle for the story. Mm-hmm. Now, and I think that's where I would fall for that. Right. So, <clears throat> I don't, I mean, I haven't read any, but maybe there are some books that are are pretend, but, like, way, way, way darker, or... And then you might not like the story. This is... These are pretty, like... I mean, Harry Potter, that's children's book, so it's not Mm -hmm. super dark, super... Mm -hmm. um, Same with Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Um, The Hobbit was written as a children's book, but those are... That's for very smart children, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because... But... um, Yeah, Sure. And I think that there's other things, too, that you have to be careful with romanticizing and putting in front of children as well. Or, like, even in front of us, too. Because, I mean, like, we're focusing on witchcraft right now. But, like, what about, um, you know, like, even, like, and this is silly, but, like, what about medieval battles and things like that? I mean, people died horrific deaths, right. uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the medieval ages when they went to war. You know, they had, like, their swords ripping you open and all that different right. kinds of stuff. Yeah. And, and we say that that's okay for a kid to you know, to play, you know? And so like, it's just, you've got to come at it with discernment and, and I think you can't just make a blanket statement. Yeah. You yeah. have to follow your, your conclusions or your, so you have to, you have to follow your beliefs about something to its logical ends, mm-hmm. or it's just a shallow opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that you've got to really be careful with that when it comes to things that are works of fish, fiction, especially. Right. right. Works right. of fiction. Yeah. And also not only that, but I heard a really cool, um, Ligonier conference about uh, it, it was focusing on like the arts and things like that. I think I may have told you about it. Yeah. Um, and the main speaker or like one of the keynote speakers was talking about the gospel in Harry Potter and it was all about how J.K. Rowling took the um, like the person of Jesus and kind of let that influence her story because I mean if you look at it it's about the chosen one, Harry Potter. For real? Like, purposefully? Yeah. Yeah, so there's interviews about it and stuff like that, I believe. Uh, okay. Where J.K. Rowling said that, like, that was one of her inspirations. It's like the, uh, the the gospel the narrative. The concept of the story kind Interesting. of went... Yeah. So, like, feel free to fact check me on that. It's been a couple of years since I saw that. 
right. speech. Mm-hmm. But even if she didn't purposefully do it, you can easily see it within the oh, yeah. within oh, the storyline. Yeah. I mean, he he's the chosen one. He's the one that's going to save them from darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, he has to sacrifice himself, and he's resurrected. You know, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Sorry, uh, it's been years now. Come on. Um, if you haven't read the book, then you're just stupid. But you've only watched the movies. Yeah, Ethan. You're hey, anyway, you're supposed to be treating me like Harry Potter. Right now. Oh, sorry, sorry. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm so Do- sorry. I'll be your Dobby. Oh yeah, Dobby. Oh, except for I'm Lord Don't Voldemort. Be to Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Dobby loves Harry Potter. That's, that's a pretty a good, good one. That's a, I know. And Kayla doesn't like it. That's, that's a, a good great, one. That's a great Dobby. Oh, man. Good oh, man. I read the Harry Potter books to my wife and tried to do the voices, and she didn't like it. She didn't like your Hagrid specifically. Yeah, and Dumbledore. But I really like oh. doing Dobby, though. Dobby is yeah. good. Mr. Potter. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Yeah, it's good. I'm not bitter. But anyway, so like you see these gospel narratives in a bunch of different things, a bunch yeah. of different works of fiction, because you almost can't escape it. Like it's like literally as old as time. Right. Yeah. These these particular you know narratives and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, and we have the best one because it's true. Yeah. So that actually moves us into what we want to talk about uh, going forward. So we were going to do apologetics through the ages, 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 ages today, um, but we decided to to kind of uh, take a short break in that for this particular podcast because we want to talk about why we choose to do nerd stuff before the more serious stuff. And I know it may seem like it's just for like a bunch of fun, and it is. I really enjoy doing it. I like nerd stuff, obviously. It's mm-hmm. only an obligation for me. It's actually, only I actually just hate no. it. Ethan what? hates nerd things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's right. why he just won the Harry Potter quiz. Yeah. Exactly. Right. He had to actually study gruelingly for that. And he hated every second. Um, but no, there's actually there's a, reasons behind it. More than that, yeah. we just like it. And so, I don't know. Like, when I was a kid, when I was, especially in middle school and high school, like, I always felt like I didn't really fit in or anything like that. And that I... I mean, even now, like, I get, like, the social anxiety and all that kind of stuff. But Same. it was huge yep. for me in, in, in high school specifically. I had my group of friends. And if I could get to know people, then it was totally fine. Mm-hmm. But if I was, like, going to a class for the first time and none of my friends oh. were in there, I was the quiet one in the corner not saying a single word. Yep. And in big groups, I'm still like that, too. Mm-hmm. So for me, a lot of this nerd stuff was, was kind of a form of escapism. Um, and... I think it's that way for people now, not not only for people in high school and middle school, but I think for people our age too, especially with the millennial generation. Oh yeah, for so sure. yeah, I don't. Know. Did you guys have the same experience with with that? Like, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, growing up, especially in uh, elementary school, which I think I think we've talked about. I've talked about this on the podcast. At one point, somebody did call me and my friends the nerd herd yeah. on the playground oh. because yeah, we would. Uh, How old were you? Uh, I don't know. It was elementary school, so oh. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm 10 or 11. Heard. Yeah. Um, had some round glasses back then. Looked a lot like Harry Potter. <laughs> Coincidence? I think, I think not. not. <laughs> um, anyway, so, um, yeah. Uh, like, I mean, we were... I remember me and a buddy, uh, Zach Shawhan, um, shout out to Zach, um, we're reading through the Chronicles of Narnia together, and and we found like yeah like nerdy stuff. Or like we would we'd 
go home and watch Dragon Ball Z and then come back and talk about it and that kind of yeah, I yeah. Mean, we found common ground and nerdy things um now at that time I was playing like little league baseball and so I had a separate group of friends there too but then as I kind of got older I stopped that and I was playing more music and yeah and so yeah very commonly I felt like I didn't really fit into the like I don't know sports guys mm. I mean I like sports but right. I found more common ground with my friends who played music and talked about nerdy things and mm-hmm. yeah Star Wars and and Lord of the Rings and that kind of stuff yeah so it's yeah it is it's uh it's sort of this like subculture that like has exploded yeah. now you right. know with you know with all of the superhero mm-hmm. movies and Marvel and so you it, like that has encompassed all of these like comic book nerds who are really mm-hmm. into comic books and stuff like now you know there's this whole subculture of that too you know and it's really cool right yeah and Katie like I saw you shaking your head a lot too like mm, is, yes. is, is you kind well, of similar? I was just thinking about too <clears throat> I grew up on Star Wars but growing up there weren't many other girls that oh, were yeah. as into Star Wars as I was. Yeah. I did have a friend, and I kind of, I got her and introduced her into in Star Wars. I tried with my other friends. They didn't care. Um, but she did. And so, a lot of my other friends that liked Star Wars were guys. And I was reading books that a lot of other girls really weren't. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I would find someone that did, it was kind of like a, oh, you too. And then you right. automatically have this yeah, bond to this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, even now... Um, when I find someone that has read that grew up reading um, Chronicles of Narnia or Lord of the Rings um, or watching Star Wars, you automatically have this bond um, with that person. So, um, so yeah, I feel like my experience is a little different because mm-hmm. I'm a girl, and that like you know all the boys are playing with Star Wars toys. Right. Mm-hmm. Not many girls are playing with Star Wars toys, yeah. but I think that's kind of changed. Maybe now, I don't know. Star Wars kind of coming back, but um, yeah. But yeah, it well kinda... now there's like Ray, this right. big like sort of female yeah protagonist and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I think it's just I mean it's this thing that it it connects a lot of people, and I think that it's it's a shame that or maybe it would be a shame if Christians didn't take advantage of it. You know, mm-hmm. right. like they it'd be a shame if. People didn't try to use things that are that are obviously there that you can start trying to make connections with people who are unbelievers. And that was like the that's the whole idea of this podcast too. And that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why we do start with nerdy things. It's not just because we want to waste your time, or it's not because we just uh, just want to just goof around and have fun. Which well, it is fun. Yes, to the fun thing. Um, but it's also so that we can bring people in who wouldn't usually want to listen to an apologetics or a gospel-centered podcast. Um, and so it's not we're not trying to like bait and switch people, but we're trying to, you know, make a bridge. As yeah, you said. Ma- yeah, make a bridge and and try to bring some levity to some heavy conversations that are good to have, but also need sometimes need to I don't know show people that you know we're sinners saved by grace and that we're yeah. we're also human and that we can we, we want to we want to reach out to people who who are nerds too and and so because from, that's us too yeah, like, right. yeah it makes us some people might think that christians aren't relatable or they don't they don't want to listen like you said or hear anything but this kind of 
like you said, makes a bridge and just automatically creates a bond with someone you may mm-hmm. have never even met because right. you're talking about things that just similar likes and interests. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not only that, but one of the things too is kind of what we talked about before, how a lot of these nerd things are, man, they, it's just, they're pictures of the gospel without knowing that they're pictures of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this, you know, this concept that there are, Things in the world that even pagans do and say, you know, pagans using that word for you know people who aren't Christians, that because they are made in the image of God from you know Genesis, mm-hmm. it will just naturally happen that they reflect God whether they mean to or not. Right. So I mean, like take the superheroes for instance. I mean, you can have people who are not Christians create superheroes, but the whole purpose of them is being larger than life. Saving the day, mm-hmm. um, having this concept of of good being better than evil, mm-hmm. and and that's the story of the Bible: Self- good being better than evil, self sacrifice. Right, right, yeah, yeah, self sacrifice, and then resurrection. I mean, you know, how many superheroes in comic books have died and then somehow become resurrected again? And, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and not only that, but like the the recognition that people need saving. Yeah, they just need saving, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and that's that's the message of the gospel. And so, being able to use these nerd things as a bridge to the gospel and to the person of Jesus, mm-hmm. man, why not? Like, why not take advantage of that? It's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I feel like too, like you're saying, you can compare a lot of things, but also um, if things in these movies or books or whatever make sense to mm-hmm. people, then you can crossover to the gospel like even star wars you know good versus mm-hmm. evil and darth vader's evil but he does kind of become redeemed yeah. at the end so even just like that that thought and a pull to the dark side a pull to sin yeah and um so it's just easy to make those comparisons and those kind of things make sense to people mm-hmm. so it makes things a lot easier mm-hmm. yeah. it, it, it's it's easier than starting from Ground zero, you know, it kind of gives you a little something to work with. Yeah, look right. at you common ground with people. Right, common yeah. ground. Exactly, exactly. I mean, and if you show the, if you show interest in things that they're right. interested in, like, I mean, that's such a good way to start building relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the problem with the way a lot of Christians sometimes view evangelism or discipleship mm-hmm. making. They think that evangelism is simply this one-off conversation where you're the one who is supposed to just spew all of your gospel knowledge onto that person mm-hmm. and then they just accept it and say yes. Yeah. And, right. and that's not necessary. I mean, while, yeah, sometimes that can be the, the case, if, you know, if the spirit is leading you to, to share the gospel with somebody, then yeah, absolutely do that. A hundred percent do that. But discipleship making, the thing that God calls us to do, that Jesus calls us to do uh, in the Great Commission is to make disciples. And a lot of that is taking the time to build relationships. You can't build disciples mm-hmm. without building relationships. And yeah. if you want to turn someone into a disciple, I mean, it's an act of the Holy Spirit. But on your part, it is, it's, man, building those bridges. It's time. Yeah, yeah. it's time. And it's, right. yeah, it's time building those bridges, using things like Paul does in Acts 17, where he uses uh, Greek philosophy to build bridges to the to the Greek philosophers in in Athens. Mm-hmm. Um, it's using the things that are um, that they're just little tiny snippets of the gospel that people are already thinking about and using it to 
for for the gospel advantage. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then not only that too, but with the geeky stuff as well. Like, and I, I feel like I can say this because I was I was in that category, you know, and in many ways still am in that category. But I mean, a lot of the people who are caught up in this kind of world, I think sometimes feel like they are social pariahs or like they don't necessarily fit in. Mm-hmm. And it goes a long way for you to approach them and tell them that you share their interest and mm-hmm. that that you want to just be their friend. Yeah. I mean, that's that would have been... And, and actually, you know, my friend Josh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, he, he listens to the podcast. Shout out to Josh. What's up, Josh? Um, hey, but Josh. my friend Josh and John Davis, really, I mean, they did that. You know, I was a really quiet guy, super... Um, super recluse and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. they came into my life and they, they approached me, you know, built that common interest. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it was great. And it felt like, you know, it felt like I had friends in what I kind of started feeling was a little bit of a friendless world, you know? Yeah. And that's huge. Yeah. That, I think that's like exactly like you said, people that may feel even alone and showing that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Just that. Mm-hmm can go a long way. Yeah. Well, and that's like, I feel like that's a big, a big reason why like online gaming has exploded too, you know, because people are looking for a community Mm -hmm. of people that they can relate to, you know? Yeah, Uh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. People find that online. Um, and, um, you know, we should, I think be trying to cultivate that in a face to face manner. Right. Right. This actually makes me think of, have you ever watched a Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. show? But it makes me think of that because they're all friends, but they're, I mean, they kind of work together and they're scientists, true, uh-huh. but they're all kind of super nerdy and that's kind of what brings them together and keeps them together. Mm-hmm. Um, going to the comic book store and doing things like that. And so mm-hmm. um, people kind of create, no matter what you like, you create your own group, your own community. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so, and if we can even go to places, like we have somewhere local that they play games together, mm-hmm. good opportunity, yeah. different things like that to get into that community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that helps a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. And how cool would it be to to go into that community and then, man, use that as an opportunity to share the gospel and then make a friend and talk with them and share that same love for the nerd stuff and use that as, as bridges to the gospel. And then, you know, Lord willing, after, after time, after sharing the gospel with them, the thing that unites you is no longer just the nerd stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's your shared love for Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like how amazing would that be? And like, that's our goal. And like, I think that's the goal for this podcast too. Mm -hmm is to use that nerd stuff because we like it and because it's fun, but to to ev- use it to unite us, not just in this nerd love for nerd things, mm-hmm. but ultimately in the love for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. even if you're not... So, like, we do that because that's what we're into. That's the kind of people we are. Yeah. But even if you're, if you're an athlete, mm-hmm. use that. If you're, like, whatever it is, yeah. that you can find common interests, and whatever your interests are... You mm-hmm. can use that to um, share the gospel. Yeah. Well, so, and, and, like, you have that connection, you know, by, yeah, whether it's sports or, yeah, nerdy stuff or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that music, may be. Yeah. I mean, play, like, playing with people or right, whatever. Right. And, and it's easy. It's, I feel like 
that's an easy connection with other right. people. Um, but it's also easy to sort of dismiss, leave it there, mm-hmm. like yeah. stay shallow. Um, and I, I think that's where we have to really pay attention to, like, are we being intentional to get to know people on on a little deeper level? Yeah, you know, right. like, are are you really getting to know the people around you that are in your social circles? You know. On a personal level. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, other than just gaming or just, you know, talking nerdy things or watching movies or, you know, YouTube videos or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, but being intentional to get to know them on, on yeah, on a personal level because mm-hmm. that's how those, that's how spiritual conversations start, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if you never breach anything, you know, personally, then, what's the point? then yeah, yeah, it's right. It's, it can be really easy to sort of leave it at that shallow level and never go any deeper. Yeah. Um, and that's a challenge to myself, too, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. so easy to do that, you know. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, we, we just wanted to kind of, I guess, reiterate, I suppose, the the vision for this podcast. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, some of the questions that, that I do get when, you know, we're telling people what we do and what the podcast is about is, uh, you know, why all the why all the nerd stuff? Like, why do you do that? Right. And uh, and so, yeah, we just wanted to, to let you guys know, like, that's the purpose, that there is purpose behind it. It's not just because we like goofing off. Um, we definitely like goofing off. That's for sure. Yeah. But, uh, it's something that we're all, uh, dare I say, passionate about. Exactly. And, uh, and so I'll use it's it. fun. We'll use it. Yeah, yeah. And it's fun to talk about. And, uh, and yeah, there's a purpose to it. Yeah. Um, and I think that... Um, you know, we're the podcast is definitely evolving. You know, mm-hmm. we were talking about this earlier um, when we were meeting, but uh, you know, when we first started, it was really mostly serious. We were, you know, trying to stay uh, pretty pretty laser focused just on apologetics, and I think apologetics is still what we're going to be moving towards. Yeah. Um. Uh. But we want to. Uh, widen the scope a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, like the podcast is definitely changing this week. We have some new music, right? And oh intro. yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Did so you notice that at the beginning? Exactly. Yeah. I meant to say something about that, but I totally forgot. Yeah. Uh, well, and, uh, and, and maybe some of like some bumper music and some, uh, and some magical music yeah. possibly. Right. So some so, things are changing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we're but, trying out some new things. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And so one of those new things that we're going to be trying out um, is is actually changing the name of the podcast. Um, so right now it's the Truth for Doubt podcast, which just is what the name of, of the apologetics ministry that we have uh, is called. I mean, that includes the website, the online classes, uh, all that kind of stuff. Um, but we want to change the name of the podcast specifically because we want it to reflect what we're trying to do in this podcast. Right. Um, so we're still working on a name, and we hope that by next next Truth For Doubt podcast, we'll have a new name for it that is cool and... Uh, if I say hip, I just... Oh, I was about to say hip. Oh, were you? That's oh, funny. well, if I say it, it's stupid. If you say it, okay. it's... Okay, cool and hip, yeah. Yeah, cool and hip, and... Oh, and a little really bit raspy. Good. And a little bit <laughs> raspy. Raspy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so yeah. And we, maybe relatable. Yeah. For right. just someone looking at it, they'll kind of. Exactly. So we figured it's good to do it now, um, before we start doing more advertising for the podcast and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. 
could be a disaster, but you know what? I'm going to stick to our guns yeah. and just yeah. do it. Give us some feedback if you guys have any. Right. If you have Happy any suggestions, let us know. Yeah, for sure. Write in at truthfordoubt at gmail.com. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a good place to end it. What do you guys think? Right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So. Cool. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to learn more about the Truth for Doubt ministry, go to truthfordoubt.com. Uh, if you want to learn how you can become become a supporter of the Truth for Doubt ministry, go to patreon.com slash T4D. That is patreon.com slash T, the number four, D. And if you have any questions or if you want to learn more about uh, me, Michael Badger, Ethan, Dr. Ethan Hunley, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the boy who lived, the, a.k.a. Oh, the boy who lived, no. or uh, <laughs> Miss Katie Wilson, a.k.a. Lord Voldemort, uh, right into truth or doubt. I roll. It's so good. I don't like to lose. Right into truth. Man, I can't think. Right into truth for doubt at gmail.com. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. I don't do Twitter. Maybe that's something that I can delegate to you guys is Twitter stuff. Uh, all right. Well, thank yeah. you guys so much for listening to us, and we will talk to you again in a couple weeks. Bye. Au revoir. Is that what Harry Potter would say? No. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, He's not I'm pretty sure Harry Potter was French. Good boy. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs>